Awesome. Hey, I'm not going to take a lot of time today because one, I told my wife that, and second, I told the team that. So, um, so normally I will preach for two hours. Today is an hour and 45 minutes, okay? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's like, bro, I thought we were playing basketball. Somebody might have lied to you and you said, dude, you want to play basketball, and then you got caught up in church service. Well, that's not your friend. That was God, okay? <laughs> hey, if this is your first time, my name is Brian, and I'm so glad that you came here today. I have a, um, I have a very um, short and simple message for you tonight. And, and my prayer and my hope is that you will receive this message and not just receive it, but you will apply it because it is important, okay? Um, as I was kind of like thinking and, and praying onto what God wanted, wanted to do and wanted to speak to, to today to all of us, um, this word that my pastor, our pastor, Pastor Brand, actually shared at the beginning of the year. And he was like, and, and, and it's a word that has really encouraged me in the last couple of months. Because I don't know about you, but there's been a lot of things going on in my life where I needed this word that I'm about to share with you. And Pastor Brand, at the beginning of the year, says, the word, the word for this year as a church and as a body is this. Ready? Favor. Can we all of us say it together? Favor. Have you ever heard that word, anybody? Have you ever heard the word favor before? Yeah, the, the Lord's favor. You know, we all are familiar to that. And when Pastor Brent says that, it was so simple, yet it was so profound. Because as he was sharing that, I remember like it was yesterday, it was during the song, The Blessing. And, and when we think of favor, there are so many things that come to our mind. All right? And, and today, I just wanted to come and bring it back to the simplicity of what this word is. Because it, I, my, my fear is this, okay? My fear is that we will become, we'll begin so familiar for so, a word or, or a concept that ultimately we will miss the very purpose that God is trying to do in our lives, okay? So there is a title of my message tonight. It's Unlocking Favor. Unlocking Favor. And let me tell you something right out of the bat. There is nothing, my friend, Okay, I'm, I'm going to go straight to the point, okay, because I don't have a lot of time. There is nothing like the favor of God. There is nothing in the world that can, that can add up to a person when that person has the favor of God. I, I'd rather have favor than money, if I'm honest with you. I'll, have rather, I'll rather have favor than fame. I'd rather have the God's favor, even the closest relationship that I have to my life. Because he, here's the, the bottom line of it all. If you, have, if you unlock God's favor in your life, check this out. Hear me out. You better pay attention because if not, if you're trying to catch up, you're going to miss it. If you're trying to unlock God's favor for your life, it, it, the moment you unlock it, everything else is going to fall into place. The prayers that you're praying, the relationships that you want to have, the family that you want to have, the mom, the one that you want to be, the successful business person you want to be, all of them, you will never achieve it until guess what? You unlock the favor of God for your life. The favor of God is the most powerful force in the universe. You're like, Brian, so is that for certain people? Is that for a certain group? Is that for me? Like, I don't know. Like, I believe that it's for you. You know, you're a pastor and you're, no, no, I believe that it is up to all of us. If you believe that Jesus came, died for you to save your life, guess what? You have the potential and the ability to unlock favor. So what I want to do is... Um, I want to show you um, two verses, two, two stories, two passages in the Bible that is going to illuminate my idea of unlocking God's favor. The first one 
I want you to open your Bible. And, and if you brought your Bible, you're a good Christian. Congratulations. But if you don't, you, you can follow up. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> you relax. Everybody's so serious. I said we're going to have fun, okay? Exodus chapter 33. And, and, and also we're going to be in the book of Luke, okay? So those are our two passages for the night. Um, Exodus chapter 33, and, and, and what we're about to go is the Bible gives an account of, of, of how Moses, have you ever heard of Moses before? Moses is a big deal in the Bible, but it is, it, this, this passage is going to tell us how Moses unlocks favor with God. And, and the word of God says this, look what uh, verse 33, uh, chapter 33 verse 12 says this. Moses said to the Lord, see, you say to me, bring up these people. But you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name. And you have also found favor in my sight. So you see, before we go any farther, what I want you to do is um, Moses is, is in a situation where he's about to lead about two million Israelites into a promised land, into a, into a land where God says, you know, like, you got to go there. And Moses is in a very particular situation around this time, okay? And I want you to see this because this is the moment, this is the part where you can relate to Moses and you can relate to this passage because I got to give you a little bit of context. Moses knew what he was going to do, but he did not know how he was going to do it. So Moses said, you know, like, God, you're calling me to lead these people into a promised land, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. And, and I don't know about you, but, but some of us are in the exact same situation that Moses is. We know kind of, we actually have a glimpse of what God wants us to do, but we don't know how to do it. And I don't know about you, but I found myself a lot like Moses. Uh, and some of you guys, you're in the situation like that in your life and you're being called by God to do something you don't know how to do. Uh, uh, and maybe, maybe it's ministering that co-worker that absolutely hates you. I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe it's like pursuing a dream in your heart, pursuing a career, pursuing a passion of yours. But you're like, I want to be this, but I don't know how I'm going to be there or how I'm going to get there. I'm, and some of you guys, you guys are like, I don't even know the career that I'm studying right now. Like, it's actually like, I don't even know the job that I am. Like, literally, I thought I was going to change the world today, but yet I found myself at McDonald's flipping hamburgers. How in the world? Oh, some of you guys, some of you guys are pursuing your dreams, are stepping up in faith to do things that you've never done before. And you're freaking out a little bit because you're like, how in the world am I going to be able to accomplish this? God, I believe you're calling me. I believe you're making me a step up in faith. I believe you're telling me to do certain things in my life, but I just don't know how I'm going to do it. Is anybody facing a situation today that you say, if God doesn't step up, I don't know how in the world I'm going to make it? Or is it just me? There you go. Can, can I see some hands? Some of you that way I know who I'm speaking. Well, good. Good, because literally... There's certain times, there's certain situations in our lives that if God doesn't come through, how in the heck am I going to survive? How in the heck am I going to make it? And this is exactly where Moses is right now. Two million people. He's going to lead, he's leading them out of Egypt into a promised land. And he's like, you have said, God, that I have favor on you, upon your eyes. I just don't know how in the world am I going to do this. Look, verse 13, and I love this. This is what he says. If you are pleased with me, 
teach me your ways. This is Moses speaking to God. So I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Did you catch that? If you're pleased with me, teach me your ways so that I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. I thought that was pretty funny. Because, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us, you're like, you're my people, right? Like I said, you're my family. You're my friends. You're like, we're close, right? And we, I approach you as a family. I, sometimes I yell at you, you know, as, as, as a, uh, either as, as a, maybe as an older brother. I don't know how, as a pastor. I don't know how you want to see me. But, but, but I consider you family, right? We're close. Whether I just met you five minutes ago or whether I've seen you for, I've met you, for, I've known you for the last 10 years. I don't get, we're family, right? But Moses in here, he's, he's saying, God, remember that. This ain't my people. This is your people. Right? And, and, and the same thing for you. Yes, I love you like my people, but you were really his. And a lot of times when I don't feel like coming up here and preaching to you guys, because can I be honest with you, sometimes I don't feel like it. But I'm going to do it. Why? Because you are his. You're not just mine. You are his position. And when Moses does this, this is something powerful that happened. Moses points back people where they came from. And this is what happened. There's so much, so much things that happen so powerful. When you give things that God that belongs to him already, guess what? You're a perfect candidate to receive God's favor in your life. You cannot achieve favor. You cannot receive. You must receive favor. Favor is God doing for you, in you, through Jesus, what you can never do for yourself. That is favor. And so Moses needs God to fill into the gap, right? Moses needs to say, God, like there's a big gap in between me having favor with you and your people. There's a big gap. I need you to fill into the gaps. And look what the next verse says. The Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you, everybody says rest. How many of you guys need rest? Yeah, yeah. That's what God says to Moses. Then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all of the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you've asked because I am pleased with you and I know you by name. I believe that's the same thing he's telling you right now. If, the, if, we, if we can just unlock favor. Listen, there's so many good things, and we're going to walk through it very quickly. But I want to I share with you one, one more story. Is that cool? And we all know the story, right? The, 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 the birth of the Savior, right? And it came through a, through a virgin. Her name is Mary. But look, we're going to go to Luke chapter 1, verse 28. And, and this, yes, Moses, but this is Mary. What the Bible, this is, this is uh, the Bible said. The Bible says that God sent an angel to, to Mary, and this is what the angel said to Mary. He said, greetings, you who are highly what? Highly what? The Lord is with you. If you're taking notes, I'll give you the definition of favor, okay? And this is what favor is. Ready? The favor of God is the guarantee of his presence and the provision of his power to accomplish his special purpose in and through your life. Can I say that again? 
the, fa <laughs> the favor of God there you go. is the guarantee of his presence, is the guarantee of his presence and the provision of his power to accomplish his special purpose in and through your life. You guys what got that one? One more. The favor of God is the guarantee of the presence and the provision. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. The favor of God is the guarantee of his presence and the provision of his power to accomplish his special purpose in and through your life. And when you pray for favor, guys, you need to know what you're praying for. We can see and we can be like, God, I want favor. Oh, Pastor Brent says this is the favor, the year of favor. And this is what I, this is what I want. I want favor, God. I, I, want, I want favor. Look, how many of you guys want favor of God right now? Yeah, there you go. Beautiful. Be but I'm going to break it to you for a, just a minute, okay? A lot of people say I want a favor like God, like, like you know, like, like we all grew up in church. And, and the word favor has been, um, has been misused a lot of times. Here's what we think. We think that favor is just about us. We think like when we pray for favor, it's like, God, you better do something about me. God, you better answer the prayer I've been praying for me. So when Moses asked God for favor, I want you to check something. It wasn't that he can have more camels. Moses wasn't praying, God, give me favor so that I can have, uh, so that you know that I can have more jewelry or I can, I can have a little bit of money. Like, God, I, can you give me favor so I can have a little bit of fame? Or, God, can you give me favor so finally the girl that is been next to me can notice me? Moses isn't praying for favor so that he can benefit. Moses is praying for favor so, because, listen, like, he wanted God's favor so that he could know God. Moses wasn't interested about the things he can gain. Favor is not about you gaining something. Favor is about you knowing somebody. Does that make sense? God is not saying, God, give me favor so that I can have more for me. God is saying, God, give me favor so that I can know you. And that's what I said. God's favor is the guarantee of his presence. Favor of God is not a formula. Favor of God is not no steps that you can take to, to get what you want. Can I just be honest with you? Favor is not so that you can get what you want. The favor of God is a living, breathing, dynamic in a relationship with Jesus Christ that changes the way you see him. Favor has nothing to do with you. Favor has nothing to do with what you want. But favor has everything to do aligning your heart to the one who created you. When did we begin to think that we can actually, that we actually deserve favor? When did we actually begin to think that we have earned favor? When did we begin to think that God actually owes you something? Really? Some of you guys have made your point and you have created this gap between you and God just because he did not answer what you wanted. And then you're like, Brian, I don't believe that God has favor upon me because I'm still single. I don't believe that, that I actually have the favor of God because I didn't get what I wanted. 
began to think that actually God owes us something. Really? We're filthy, ratchet, sinful people, y'all. Really? Do we actually believe that we deserve something from God? When do we begin to think that actually we deserve something good when we literally inside of us there is nothing good within us without Jesus? Sinful, dirty, sinful people that without Jesus in the midst, we deserve hell and death. Y'all, let's be honest for a second. Like, can we be honest? Without Jesus in the middle of our life, we don't deserve anything, y'all. But it is because of Jesus that we can actually have the power to unlock favor in front of the eyes of God. Favor is not based on who you are. And I'm grateful for that. Because I don't know about you, but I'm going to step it out of here. And next week I'm going to fail once again. And thank God he doesn't give me favor based on what I do or who I am. But he gives me favor on who Jesus is and what he did on the cross for me. And I don't know about you, but we should all be clapping right now and excited because thank God. He doesn't give favor to me based on who I am, on who you are. You don't deserve favor. You have not done anything to earn it. It's all about Jesus, y'all. It always been about Jesus. It will always be about Jesus. It will never be, it will never stop being about Jesus. And you can either acknowledge, recognize, and accept it, or keep denying it and keep living a life that actually you're thinking that you deserve something good. Without Jesus. That's up to you. But we understand God's favor. We understand the way God feels about us. And it goes beyond. Beyond any feeling. God did not choose you based on your performance. But he chose you based on his purpose. Yeah. Yeah, some of you guys have to hear that tonight because you've been lied to the enemy that you have to perform, that you have to be the certain person. Oh, when you step into church, I want you to pretend that everything is perfect. I want you when Pastor Brian asks you how you're doing, I want you to lie to him and tell him that you're actually doing good. And that is how we're living our lives, lying based on the fact that the enemy wants us to perform. Let me tell you something. You can be set free tonight, my friend, that your relationship with God, the favor of God in your life, it is not based on your performance, but it is based on his purpose for your life so stop performing and stop coming into church and pretending to be somebody that you actually are not if you're hurting open up and say I'm hurting if you're alone open up and say I'm alone and it is when you be, become to be a vulnerable to admit really how you're feeling inside that God begins to bring healing into your life you cannot be unlocking favor if all you do is perform we got to admit to the battle, like, I am broken. I need Jesus. I need a Savior. And that, you're unlocking favor. I want us to be people who are humble enough to say, it's all about favor, the favor of God in my life. I want us to finally admit that without Jesus, y'all, I don't know where in the world I will be. Are you kidding me? When I look back into my life, 18-year-old Brian, broken, with no purpose, lost. 
I came and I said, God, whatever I have, I want you to take it. Because I don't know what to do. And he took the little thing, barely the nothing that I had, and he made it into something. And when I look back at my life, if it wasn't for God's favor, y'all, I would not be here. I will be divorced. I will be broken. But it's been by his favor, by his grace, by his mercy that I have the family that I have, that I have the ministry that I have. I did not do anything to earn it, not deserved it. All I had to do is step up in a broken place and said, God, I need your favor. That's all I had to do. And listen, if he did it for me, he can do it for you. That's what Moses is saying. God, how in the world will people around us will know that we are yours if you don't come with us? How in the world? What will set us apart? Moses was crying out to God for favor, not because he wanted more, but because he wanted him. That is favor. Favor is not you praying your knees today and say, God, bring me the girl I want. God, bring me the boyfriend that I want. God, bring me more money to my bank account. If you can just add a couple zeros, I'll be happy. You'll be happy, but you will not be fulfilled. You can add all the money that you want. You can add all the relationships that you want. You can lie to yourself, but that is momentarily. You know what true successful means? is when you're able to unlock favor not for what you want but because of what he who he is in your life that is favor y'all that is favor i don't know where i will be without the favor of god you know what i learned i've learned that god can do more for me in a moment of his favor that i can ever do without him through a lifetime of my labor you know, I can do so much more with one glimpse, one moment of his favor than a lifetime with me just trying to do my labor. Yeah. I found out that when I have God's favor, stuff happens, miracles happens, breakthrough happens. And even in the stuff that does not happen to me that I wish did not happen, even in the midst of the, of the things that I wish it would have never happened, like losing my father, like doing all these things, the things that I avoided for so long, it, because of God's favor, it gave me perspective to know that he was doing far beyond things what I can comprehend, what I can see. So yes, favor is unlocking the things sometimes I wanted, but favor also also gave me perspective to endure the things that I pray not to ever go through. That's favor, y'all. That's favor. I wanna. So I want us to go back first and and, and look at look at Mary, y'all. Mary, consider the most highly favored woman of the Bible. The one who was carried, the savior of the world. Listen to this, y'all. I want to bring it back to that because favor is not for your convenience. Favor is not so you can fulfill your agenda. Favor is not God being a genie in the bottle, wishing everything and giving you everything that you want. Look, when I read this passage in Luke chapter 1, when the angel came to Mary, can we put it back, please? But Luke chapter 1 says, greetings you are high, who are highly favored. You are blessed and highly favored. Really? The, the, the angel came and says, listen, you're highly favored. We got you, girl. I know you're about to get married with Joseph. We're going to pay for your wedding, girl. I know, I know you're about to marry this, this, this guy. Listen, listen, I got you. We'll, we'll bring, we'll, we're going we're gonna to pay for the party. 
We got you. The flowers on us, God said, highly favored. Did he say that? Say, hey, we got your house covered. No more house payment ever. Oh, we got your taxes covered. Can we say, man, who filed taxes? Y'all, come on, y'all. We need favor on our taxes, Lord. I'm kidding. Really? The angel said, greetings, you who are highly favored. And then right after, guess what? Change everything on Mary's agenda. Highly favored? Really? Yes, yes, you're about to carry the, the Savior of the world. But not just that, you're about to give birth in very inappropriate conditions. And you're about to be running for your life. And you're about to protect this son. And listen, one day he's going to die. And you're going to lose him. But guess what? He's going to resurrect. But then he's going to leave again. But you are highly favored. God, but that doesn't fit my agenda. God, but that doesn't fit my plan, y'all. God, I had a 10-year plan to when I wanted to have kids, Lord. We don't marry. You are highly favored. But Mary understood that, that the favoring was not so that God can do whatever she wanted, but that so she can align to the purpose and the plans of God for her. Really? Yeah. Favor is not for your convenience. Favor is not for your agenda. Stop boxing God to fill up this little box that you have and these little plans. Guess, guess what the Bible says? That his plans are higher than your plans. Does that mean that he's going to increase your plans? No. That means that you have to trust with whatever plan he has for you because it is better than any plan you could ever come for with. That is favor. Anybody else want more favor? favor in your life? All right, I'm glad that some of you, there's a lot of hands that did not raise from the first time because they're like, I don't know if I can do that. Exactly, because favor is going to challenge your comfort zone. Favor is going to challenge your beliefs. Favor is going to take you out from the place that you don't feel good. Favor is not so that you can feel good. That's not favor. Favor is so that you can align your heart to his heart, your plans to his plans. Dad. My friend, you will be unlocking favor. One famous preacher says, favor ain't fair. It's not, y'all. It is not fair. There is nothing fair about God's favor. There was nothing fair about the cross. That was not fair. Jesus, Jesus didn't deserve the cross. Jesus didn't deserve the wrath. The Bible says that God poured his wrath, his anger towards Jesus because of us. We deserve the cross. We deserve death. We deserve hell. Jesus, what has he done? But to love, forgive, and heal people. But he took the place that belonged to you and I so that we can unlock Favor, but favor ain't, ain't fair. God doesn't give you favor, his favor for you. He gives you his favor for your purpose so that it can flow through you, not just for you. God doesn't give you favor. God doesn't give me favor just for me. He gives us favor so that others can see him through you. My friend, let me break it to you. You're just a showcase of God's glory. That's all you are. That's all you are. He saved you. He redeemed you. He forgave you so that others can see. If he can forgive a sinner like Brian, he can forgive a sinner like me. 
Favor cannot be earned. It can be achieved. It's freely given to you, though. And how you respond matters, okay? And I want to finish with three points, okay? I actually have 30, but because I promised the team that I was going to preach for an hour and 45 minutes only, I'm only going to give you three, okay? We're going to go very quick. So what do we do? What do we do with favor? Well, there's three things you can do with favor, and I'm going to leave you tonight, and we're going to go and enjoy and have a good time at the basketball court. Number one, you have to expect favor. You got to expect favor. How do I walk in the favor of God? That's great. God's favor. I'm excited. It is good, Brian. I know that now favor is not just for me. That, that you know, favor is so that he can do something through me. That favor has nothing to do with my agendas. I got it. But what do I do? Number one, you got to expect favor. Moses and Mary who found favor with God, one of them went on to lead millions of people through a dry land for 40 years in the wilderness wandering. And one of them went to have a baby in very bad conditions, okay? But they both fulfill God's purpose. And that was bigger than their convenience. So the favor of God is not attached to your convenience, okay? So, so, so I'm going to give you five scriptures really quick that talk about the promises of, of favor to his people. Look very quickly. We're going to go Leviticus chapter 26, verse 9. And this is what it says. I will look on you with what? Come on. With what? With what? And make you fruitful and increase your numbers. And I will keep my covenant with you. Look at the next, next, the next Psalms 5.12. says this. Surely... Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your, what? As with a shield. And I love that. That, that the favor of God plays like a shield. That he's not just in front of you. That he's behind you. That he's beside you. That he knows your future. He knows your past. And guess what? Whenever, he, whenever you unlock God's favor, he serves as a shield. Look, look, at, look, look at the next one. Psalms 84, 11 says this. For the Lord God is his son and shield. The Lord shows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk is blameless. Tell me, Brian, so, so my walk needs to be blameless? Um, listen, my life ain't blameless, it's not blameless either. But Jesus... But Jesus, Jesus' walk was blameless. And if you have accepted the free forgiveness and the free gift of salvation, my friend, God doesn't see you as, as you. He sees Jesus in you. And now you can believe this verse with us, not because of things you've done, but because of who Jesus is in you. Okay? Look at the next verse. Look at the next, um, the next Bible verse. It says this. Proverbs 3, 4 says this. Then you will win what? If you what? Obey. Oh. You want favor? Obey the commands of the Lord. You will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. And last one, and this is at the early stages of the church. And I love this. You know, we went Old Testament. This is New Testament for those that want both, both things. This is what it says. Like they were praising God, the early church. The early church, and they, they enjoy the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And so the first thing we got to do is when we need to expect. Everybody says expect. Tell the, the person next to you, you got to expect favor. 
I can be talking to people so many times and they don't expect favor. And it's not like God is in like a genie, like I said earlier. He's in heaven. He's not a genie. And I hope you know that. You cannot do anything to manipulate a miracle out of God. But, but when you're in the market for it, if you're looking for it, guess what? You're going to find it. Um, a, a couple of weeks ago, uh, me and Karshi were, and were looking for a new car because, you know, her car got total and all of that. And, and, and if I'm honest with you, I really want a, a Bronco, okay? And now don't think that, you know, that they're very expensive. Just the sport version, okay? I was compromising with the Lord and I was like, fine, I cannot, I cannot afford the big one, but how about the, the sport Bronco, you know? And, but, but it was not until I wanted that car so bad because she did not want it at all, okay? And she won, of course. You know, I'd never get what I want. That's okay, you know? That's fine. Pray for me in my marriage. It's fine. I'm kidding, guys. I'm relaxed, okay? But the thing about it is, like, it was not until I wanted a Bronco so bad that every time I was in the street, guess what I saw? A Bronco. It was like the Lord was punishing me. I was just driving over there. Do you know where I find a Bronco? On Macon Road. Who drives a Bronco on Macon Road, eh? I was thinking, you know, Brookstone and all of that. Maybe, yeah, but, but on Macon Road? Victory Drive, a Bronco? I saw it everywhere. Everywhere. I didn't even know what I was going with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Number one, you got to expect it. But you got to recognize it. That was my number two. Recognize. There you go. I was like, why did I mention that? Because you got to recognize favor. It's one thing to expect favor. Yes. We all know that. We all, oh, Brian, yeah. I want. But, but listen, you got to learn how to recognize where favor is. Because if you don't pay attention, if you don't learn how to recognize where favor is, you will miss it. You'll miss it. Because listen, you can come and be led by all your emotions, by all your feelings, by all your things and come up into the Hills College or go to a weekend services and be like, oh, it's just going to be another weekend. But no, no, no. But you got you to gotta recognize favor. You, gotta, you need to. And how you recognize favor is, is how you focus on things. I said it last a couple of weeks ago. You get what you focus on. Like, like I said, you know, that Bronco was so good, and, and it was not until, my gosh, that I wanted one. You know, another thing that happened to, another thing that happened that it was pretty funny. We were in the Atlanta, Atlanta United uh, game with Noah, and I got this club ticket. So it was like his birthday, and I was just like, man, like you love soccer. I don't know if you love it because you're forced to love it, but I love it. I hate basketball. I don't even know what I wear this, but hey, I love you. So it got you a lot of into church, so good. You know, I'll play basketball any day if that means you come to church. All right, but, but listen, but we went to, to a soccer game, and me and Noah were walking in the club, and, and Kersey and Mercy decided to join. And, and, but, but, but there's one thing that I was so excited about this soccer that my favorite, one of my favorite players of all times, his name was Nani. He was going to play against Atlanta United, and I didn't care about Atlanta United. All I wanted is to see him. And I told Noah, we watched the videos, Noah got hyped with me, and, and we got into the club. And if you ever, when I went to the club section, you get to, to go into the field, and you get to see the players walk right by. And there it was, me and Noah were freaking out. I'm sweating. I don't get starstruck very easily. Like, but, but this was the moment. I was about to see Nanny, and I was about to reach out and touch him. I don't know if you would. I just, I went, I was so excited. And no, I, I was going to play a video, but his eyes are bright open. The players are walking in, and there he comes. And now I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my gosh, there he is right now. And now I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. I'm like a grown man. I didn't care what I looked like. I was like, Nani, yo. 
And Noah's like screaming too. Noah's like, Nani, Noah's with his hand open. And then Nani's looking at Noah's hand and he goes and touches Noah's hand. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I freaked out, y'all. I was like, yeah. And I'm turning to Kersey. And there she is, cursing mercy. They're like this. And me and Noah were like, oh, Nani. Right? Freaking out. I'm freaking out. And then I go to Mercy. I was like, can you believe that was Nani? And then Mercy and Kersey goes, oh, can we go eat popcorn and uh, go get a Coke? That's Nani, Kersey. Didn't care. They just wanted to go and sit down. Really? Why you go? Me and Noah, we had no boys. Noah was freaking out. He said, Nani, touch me. I'm like, yes, you did, son. Kirsten's like, I just want popcorn and go sit down. And Mercy's like, can we go home, Dad? I was like, what? They didn't care. And it goes to shows that something so great, y'all, something so good can be right in front of us. Like, Kirsty don't have a clue who Nani was. This is a big su- soccer superstar. Ouch. But, but, but something so great, so great can be so right in front of your face, but you don't even care because you're focusing on something that doesn't matter at all. Because you're not mature enough to open your eyes and see that favor is right in front of you. Favor is right in front of us, but we can come and be like, oh, I just, you know, I have so much homework to do. Really? You are in the presence of God, and yet you are so worried about what you're going to do tomorrow. Yes, we can come and unlock God's favor, but yet we're so, we're so sad because you're still single. Really? Nanny's here, and you're worried about popcorn? And some of us, I want to shake you up so bad, and I'm like, wake up! Favor is here, and you're worried about who you're going to date? Favor is here, and you're worried about your bank account? Really? Wake up! You have the ability to unlock favor, but you're so concerned about your agenda, you're missing it. Thank you, Slave. Open your eyes to the opportunities God has already placed around you. God, I'm like, so expect it, recognize it. Number three, respond to it. Now I'm done. Now you can come up here. I took 30 minutes. That was my word. 45, right? There you go. You can be standing. I'm done. Expect it. Recognize it. Respond. Expect it. Recognize and respond. You know, although you cannot produce or achieve God's favor, check this out. Don't get distracted, okay? Either you cannot produce it, you cannot achieve it, but you can position yourself to receive it. Is that making sense? I don't want you to miss this. You cannot produce favor. You cannot achieve favor. But you can position yourself in a setting like this, my friend, before we go in to have all the fun that we're going to have. But you can position yourself in a, in a place where you can receive it. And you have the opportunity to do that every Thursday. You have the opportunity to do that every time of the weekend services. You have the opportunity to do that at your own bedroom. You have the opportunity to do that at a coffee bar. You, gotta do, you have the opportunity to unlock God's favor every single day of your life. But I don't want you to miss it. So you have to expect it. 
You have to recognize it, open your eyes. Number three, you got to respond to it. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to keep trying to do whatever you want to do? Or are you going to say like Moses said, God, if you don't come, I will not go. And some of you guys, listen, the commitment to favor isn't just God send me your favor. No, the commitment of favor is that God, I'm committed to be in the place where favor is falling. I commit to obey you, to position myself. Your favor has provided me with so many opportunities that I will position me in the, in the, in the, in the line where, where I'm not in my own strength, but it is your strength through me. And you can do that in your quiet time. You can do that with godly friendships. You can do that in the church service. You can do that by serving. That is you positioning yourself to unlock God's favor. If you tap into this message, I believe, guys, your life will be full of blessings, full of fulfillment. And some of you guys, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish with this. For some of you, you've been looking for favor in the wrong places. Favor can only be found in Jesus. That's the only thing that your life is looking for. And if you're here very quickly, I already said the gospel all throughout my message. All you got to do is respond to it tonight. If you say, Brian, I've been running away from favor. I've been looking favor in my relationships. I've been looking favor on the girls, on the boys, on my bank account, on my social status, on my college degree. Brian, I want to unlock favor. The only person where you can find that is in Jesus. And accepting his free gift of forgiveness. So tonight I want to give you the opportunity to do that. To accept and surrender your life 100% to receiving God's favor through salvation. If that's you, would you just bow your heads down? Jesus died for you. He died a terrible death. Something that it belonged to you. And he died so that you can unlock his favor. If you say today, you say, Brian, that's me. I want to be able to surrender my life all to Jesus tonight. And I want to be able to position myself to unlocking God's favor. Would you just lift up your hand tonight? Nobody's looking. It's just you and God. If you say, Brian, I want to receive God as my Savior. If that's today, I see your hand. God bless you. Keep him up. Keep him up. There's nothing. There's, this is your moment. This is your chance. Listen, you're going somewhere. And tonight I want to give you the opportunity to receive the greatest gift of salvation. The greatest thing you ever receive from anybody. And that's receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I'm going to give you a few more moments. If that's you, would you just lift up your hand? Nobody's looking. Nobody's looking. It's just you and God. It's just you and God. Amen, amen. And what we're about to do, we're going to pray a prayer with you, okay? Because we are family, we're all going to pray together, okay? Is that good at Hills College? Can we all say, Father God, today I accept your forgiveness. I repent. I'm sorry. I have messed up. Tonight, I ask you will forgive me my sins. I recognize you. Come on. I recognize you as my Lord and Savior. I promise I will never be ashamed of you. Today is my new beginning. Today, I've been born again. Not for what I've done, but because of what you've done for me. I love you. Take me. I am yours and you are mine in Jesus name can we give God praise for that come on
before I get out of here, before we go back into worship, I just want to pray a prayer of favor over your life. Is that okay? So I just want you to put your hands up there. Let me tell you one thing before I go anywhere farther. If you pray that prayer, that is the greatest prayer, the greatest decision you will ever make. Gary was going to come and give you a little bit more information about what to do. I'm done, okay? I'm going to pray for you. And I believe God's favor is going to come. Do you remember? You got to recognize it. You got to expect it. You got to respond to it. And walk in the freedom that you are a, a man and a woman with God's favor. Is that cool? So, Father, I pray right now, Lord, all over this room, all these people. God, you have put your eyes on every single one of them. And you have called them by name. You are, they are your children, Lord. And to not have prayed the same prayer Moses prayed over the people of Israel, Lord. If you don't come with us, we don't want to go anywhere, Lord. So I pray you will give us faith to believe that we have favor. That we have found favor in your eyes. That we have not done anything to deserve it. Nothing to earn it. But it's been Jesus. And we're grateful for that, Lord. And I pray as these people walk into out of this room that they will know that they are with, they, they have favor. All over this room, can we give God praise today? Thank you, Lord.